Sales is King, episode 138. Yeah. You know what? I like the players. No doubt. Play on, play it. Play on, play it. Yo, Trey, drop the verse. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Sales is King. My name is Dan Sixsmith. I'm your host. I'm glad to be with you now in our... Let's see, 2017, 18, 19, 20, 21. We're starting our sixth year of the Sales is King podcast. Absolutely crazy. And just a quick thank you to all our loyal listeners. A big welcome to any new listeners and hope you tune in um, regularly if you find value in these podcasts. Certainly share them uh, with your colleagues, your friends, uh, whomever you might think. We'll find some value in them. And in the Sales is King podcast, we talk about current sales events, strategies, tactics, approaches to win more business, make more money, have a successful sales career. Um, And very excited to be back with you. So let's jump into the first show of this year. And we're talking about why you should be closing deals faster. What we keep hearing is that deals are taking longer, cycle times are dragging on, but I contend that based on the current way buyers are buying, that we should be closing faster, not slower. And that's what we're going to talk about today. How do we close deals faster? Why should we be closing deals faster? And I'm going to put together for you a four or five point approach to winning business faster. So... You know, all we keep hearing about is the cycle times increasing, buying committees growing, deals taking longer, dragging, etc. But the reality is, I think that the way buyers are buying today, it's really giving us a golden opportunity to close business faster. And I'll talk about the mindset you need to deploy in order to get these deals over the line. But let's think about this in a step-by-step approach to winning more business quickly, to meeting your goals, exceeding your goals, making more money in 2022, okay? So number one is, you know, understand where the prospect is, where the buyer is. Let's take a step back and see what we're dealing with here, right? Is this a tire kicker that just got thrown into the mix? Hey, my boss wanted me to, you know, look into this and it's a box checker. Um, not a serious buyer, right? Or is it like potentially most buyers today, they've done a lot of homework, they've been on the website, they've done the research, and they're now finally engaging with sales. And it's your opportunity to help direct them from here. So understand where they are, understand what they've learned so far, right? What is their opinion What is their knowledge base? What is accurate or inaccurate um, in your mind? So a lot of good understanding, listening, discovery, assessing where the prospect is. What type of prospect is this? Is going to be the key part of where you begin each and every one of these calls. Because everyone will be coming at it probably from a different level of knowledge, understanding, desire, You know, for example, how important is this, right? Is this one of numerous 
potential initiatives, or is this at the top of their list? And if it's not at the top of their list, how can you make it more important to them um, as you go forward in these sales conversations, right? So that's number one is understand. Number two is exceptionally important, and that is simplify and condense. Chances are this buyer, this prospect, has done a ton of homework, a ton of research, as all the analyst firms have told us, right? They're 70 to 80% of the way through the kind of cycle and the buying process. They've done a ton of research. Chances are they're probably a little bit confused, overwhelmed, and just way too much information kind of going through their brain. So your ability to simplify things, to condense what they've learned into something very digestible is going to be key. And that's where a lot of us potentially start to sway off course. You know, we want to go really deep. We want to get all into details and try and cover as much as we can. But the reality is, you know, our ability to simplify, to condense, to make it easy for the prospect to understand. Based on what you've heard now, how do we simplify all this knowledge and pull it into something that the buyer can very easily understand? We'll make it much easier now for you to move forward and take the conversation forward in a positive direction. So we're understanding, number one, we're simplifying and condensing, number two. Number three is going to be differentiate and position, right? Now it's our time to tell the prospect, tell the buyer what is different about us, right? Because they've probably been on our site, they've been on the, 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 the competitor websites, they've made some notes, they've seen a lot of videos, again, Um, There's a lot of sameness potentially in the content. So they're trying to figure out who to go with and why. And now this is your time to be able to very clearly distinguish your company and your solution from the competition. To differentiate, to talk about those points of difference, to show them what your strengths are. And ultimately to tie those strengths back to what we learned in that kind of understand or discovery phase. What were those key challenges that the buyer was trying to solve? Now it's your opportunity to tie back your points of difference, your points of difference, your advantages and your ability to help them solve those problems, to help them achieve those strategic goals, those strategic pillars and initiatives. So you have to have this down cold, the points of difference versus your competition. You know you're going to be asked, but you have to be ready to go because that's going to give you a big leg up, a big step forward in winning this business. So point number three, differentiate and position effectively. The next point, number four, build trust, right? We've learned over the years now, you've heard probably numerous episodes of mine where I've mentioned this, but the number one reason why buyers don't buy from sellers is they don't trust them. The number one reason why prospects go dark, they don't trust the seller. So how do we build trust sometimes in a very short period of time? Well, there's a few different ways that we can do this. Number one is we have to show the prospect that we really care about them 
we're not in it for us. We don't want to come across as a self-absorbed salesperson that only cares about making money and making a commission because that comes across right away because we don't listen well and we're going right for trying to get a deal done. And buyers can see right through that and they're going to immediately put up their wall and not trust you. So you have to show them that you're in it to try and help them. You have to come across as a problem solver, right? And good problem solvers really want to understand the issues and challenges. So a lot of questions, a lot of listening, a lot of validating, a lot of research on your part that shows that you've done the homework on them as well. Um, <clears throat> so problem solving is key. Um, we also want to understand kind of, and we've talked about this in the last couple of episodes, but we want to understand the emotional component, um, you know, the personal stake that the buyer and his team or her team have in the deal, right? Why they're in this, um, what happens if they solve their problem, right? Um, what happens if they don't solve their problem? Learning more about kind of the personal stake that the buyer or buyers have in solving this issue. Um, another way we can build trust is as a subject matter expert, right? We want to be able to deliver information that's not on the website, that's not in the white papers, that's not on the videos. We want to bring value immediately, right? We want to be able to bring information that the prospect will immediately see us as value um, someone that brings value. What is it? Is it a case study? Is it a success story? Um, is it part of the process that is um, that we do differently than the competition? Is it your knowledge base from having done this for numerous years? Experience with customers, what they typically achieve, case studies, success stories, proof points, statistics, right? Um, you know, research from your current client base is going to be very, very powerful. So subject matter expertise, building trust, coming across as a problem solver, trying to roll your sleeves up and figure out how to help them solve the problem. That's going to help you build trust. And that's going to help you build trust in a potentially relatively short period of time, right? Obviously, if it's over a number of different calls, you'll be able to build trust. But the ability to make that first impression, right, is going to be key. And we do that in two ways, right? Making a first impression is how we look and what we say, right? So in all likelihood, we're going to be on the video or potentially in person this year, hopefully, um, how we look and what we say. So, you know, we have to dress the part even though we're, you know, casual or whatever, dress the part, dress for success, come across looking like a professional, like someone who's going to help solve problems, like someone who does this for a living and makes a lot of money, right? So that they can trust you. And what we say, right? So what we say and the way we say it is going to be key as well um, in making that first impression and building trust. Are we saying what we say with confidence or are we not confident? Are we speaking in a low voice? Are we looking into the camera? Are we validating? Are we stopping and pausing? Are we making sure that the customer or prospect 
understands what we're saying. Is it resonating? Are we on the right track? Right? Um, we need to be able to do this to build trust in each and every call. We also can build trust in our follow-up, right? Are we sending professional follow-up emails with valuable content versus, you know, just hunting people down, trying to get another meeting, right? These are all keys um, as we look to close faster. And then the last point, which I think is, you know, to me was the most eye-opening kind of thought that I had in thinking about this program today, this show. Um, you know, we have to have this closing mentality. Um, you know, oftentimes I see that, you know, we're hearing these statistics and we're hearing maybe deals are taking longer and the cycles and the buying, you know, committees and all this stuff. But the reality is I'm looking at this completely differently now. Um, let's think about this, right? We're talking to a prospect or a buyer that, according to the research, is, is anywhere from 60 to 70 to 80% through the kind of buying process, doing all this homework and research. In many cases, they start selling themselves on why this is important, right? And we're picking up the ball. So the way I look at this is that we need to have a closing mentality that this buyer Think about it in football, right? This buyer has taken the ball all the way down the field for you. They're on the, they, just, they just took it to the red zone. They're on the 20-yard line. They just handed you the ball on the 20-yard line. And you need to punch that thing in, right? You need to call a few plays and figure out how to get that ball in the end zone from the 20. But many times we see sellers thinking about it like they're on their own 20. Okay, like they just got the ball deep in their own zone and they have this laborious, long process to go through. And I'm thinking about this from a mental perspective, right? You got to think about every single call. Think about the possibility that this buyer has done 70 to 80 percent of the homework to potentially make a transaction. And you're now in charge of taking the final 20 percent over the goal line, picking up the ball on the opponent's 20-yard line and calling the right plays to get the ball in the end zone. That's the mindset you need in 2022 and beyond. The prospect is ready to go. The prospect wants to buy. You need to get them in the end zone. Fast, okay? Condense that timeline. Think about the fact that, that this buyer, this buyer has done the work. They've done a lot of the homework. Now it's your chance to get them in the end zone. Step back and think about that. So in every deal and every phone call, imagine yourself deep in the opponent's zone, getting ready to put that ball in the end zone. Get those deals in faster. The buyers have paved the way. Now you need to take the right steps. That's the key. Do we take the right steps? Do we follow that four to five point process that I just talked about? Or do we start to flail around and go into demos and just start, you know, flailing all over the place? Or are we focused? Are we thinking about the key steps we need to take to get the ball in the end zone, to get the deal over the line, to close faster? Make it a goal to close faster. When you think of 2022, you want to close faster. You want more deals, more money 
right? You want to beat your goals earlier. You want to look at the end of the year now. It's the beginning of the year. Look at the end of the year now and say, where do I want to be? You have a whole year to get there, okay? But we have to move quickly, right? We have to do the homework. We have to go through our process. We have to understand. We have to simplify. We have to differentiate. We have to build trust. And most importantly, we have to have that closing mentality, potential quick closing mentality if we do all the right things. So that's it for today, folks. Wishing you a happy new year, a great and successful 2022. Let's go out there. Let's win more. Let's win faster. And let's do it. Peace. Doesn't bring that truth